Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Hello, my friends. Okay, I am back today with what I think we all need, a little pep talk episode. I love doing these episodes every once in a while just to make us feel a little bit better, give you a little oomph to your step, um, just just help you feel like you are, just to remind you, really, to remind you that you are doing amazing things and good things and to just keep showing up. And I'm talking about this concept that... Um, it kind of came from a few different places. It's been one of those things where I've had lots of little nudges here and there and experiences with clients and in my own life and all of that, um, that this, this title, it's not about the goal has, has come up several times. And I want to dive into this because especially last month, when we opened the doors to food freedom, um, there was a lot of, uh, similar feelings of, I I'm tired of failing. Like, is this program really going to work for me? Because I failed at everything else. And I don't know if I can handle like one more disappointment. And I get a lot of, a lot of comments like that. I'm tired of setting goals and failing. I'm tired of trying. <laughs> like there's just so much of that feeling of I've tried this so many times and, nothing's worked. And I just sort of feel like, do I really want to keep trying again? Do I want to admit defeat? Like, where am I? What am I doing? If you feel this way, if you feel kind of dizzy, (laughs) you are in the right place today. We're going to be talking about that. And the thing that I want you to know more than anything is I'm not immune to this. Okay. I'm not immune to these feelings just because I'm in this space. And, and this is what I do. Um, I still experience a lot of failures. <laughs> I've set a lot of goals that I've failed at that I haven't accomplished. And I'm actually going to share about one of them today in a little bit. Um, but I want you to know you're not alone. You're not alone. We are all subject to disappointments and failures. And I want to talk about what, 
what do we do? How do we then approach setting goals? How do we approach our wellness? How do we approach change when there's this underlying fear of, am I going to fail again? Right. And I also see a lot of this idea of when I, then I, right. So when I lose the weight, then I can be happy in my body. When I lose the weight, then I can buy the clothes. When I lose the weight, then I can get in the swimming suit and jump in the pool. When I feel this way, then I will be happy. Then I will be worthy of showing up. Do you ever find yourself in this space? Again, I'm also not immune to it. Not immune to it. (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to figure out if I said that right. Um, I'm also not immune to any of this. Um, It's human nature that we often think when I have this much money, then I'll be happy. When I accomplish this in my life, then I've made it, right? And I want to suggest today that it's not about the goal, but instead finding the joy in the pursuit. And I know this sounds cliche, okay? Do not leave, do not push pause, don't don't turn this episode off because this is going to be different than anything you've probably, um, any, any way you've approached it before. So yes, we are going to be talking about finding joy in the pursuit from a unique perspective, okay? So I want you to think about that for a minute. You know, what if it wasn't about the goal that I was working toward, but finding joy in the pursuit, how important would that goal be? So in our lives, at certain times in our lives, we have what I call pivotal moments. And these pivotal moments are moments in our lives where we have an opportunity to choose. And they can make or break us. We have the opportunity to choose to what I call spiral up, right? We, we, we are in a moment where maybe we failed or we have a decision to make about pursuing a goal or we have a decision to make about, um, you know, picking ourselves back up. And we have an opportunity to make a choice in that pivotal moment to spiral up, meaning learn, grow, make something good of this or spiral down, wallow, um, get angry, get frustrated, give up, quit trying. And I know that we've all been in moments where we've spiraled up and spiraled down. Like I, I know that this is, um, we've all experienced both of these and I want to help you. I used to work, um, with, I used to work in, a lot of doctor's offices and I would, I was their wellness coach. And specifically when I was um, working in my corporate job, we had a kind of a cool, like doctor wellness team for the employees that worked there. And I remember specifically, one of the doctors was talking about resiliency and the ability to be resilient will predict your ability to essentially be successful. And so I'd like to think of it in this way, like 
when I'm thinking about spiraling up or spiraling down, how can I be resilient? Right? So I want you to just kind of carry that word, that thought as we go forward. Because the wellness narrative, the narrative that we hear all the time in the wellness space, diet culture space, all of that is that we should always be chasing a goal. Everything that we're pursuing in wellness should be a goal, a number of pounds lost, a size of clothing, a number on the scale, a circumference, a body fat measurement, a um, time on the race, all of these things. Like it, it's so very clear how much weight you could lift, right? We are fed this information that wellness should always be about a goal. And I want to know, how do you feel about that right now? I want you to just think, what does that feel like? Have you pursued wellness in this way? That it always has to be a goal. I always have to track the amount of water I drink. I always have to track how many vegetables I eat. I should track my macros. I should track my calories, my carbs. I should weigh my food. I should measure all the time. This is the information that we're told. And so it makes sense if it's something that you feel, right? I want to introduce us to a new concept today. And I'm calling it the wellness flip. <laughs> I coined that term, I think. I don't know. I'm just making it up. But I think it's, it's very um, important and valuable to see what it would look like if we flipped the narrative here. The narrative right now is that we should always be chasing a goal and then maintain, right? So when you're on a diet, you're in a position of I'm chasing the goal. I'm chasing the goal. And then when I finish the diet, then I will maintain. Well, we know how well that works, right? (laughs) How many diets have quote worked for you, um, but you're still not where you want to be right? Let's flip this. What if we insert the wellness flip here and and instead of always chasing a goal, we pursue a lifestyle of wellness, what that looks like to live each day. What do I want wellness to look like in my life? Do I want to, you know, be someone that moves her body more often? Do I want to be someone that tries her best with her nutrition, that honors her hunger and fullness, that has balance with food, that manages her stress? Someone that is just generally has a wellness lifestyle because she's actively just working on inputting it into her life and then insert goals along the way. So right now, what we do is we create wellness as goals. Okay. If I want to lose weight or I want to achieve my ideal wellness, and I have decided that weight loss is the ideal wellness for me. um, Well, then I've got to make sure I'm drinking like eight cups of water a day. And I've got to, I've got to make sure I'm getting this many calories and I have to track all these things. And then exercise I've got to track and I've got to track my weight every single week or every single day. 
and then all of these things. And then when I'm done, then I can pursue the lifestyle, then it will be over. Right. And then I can do it. Well, we know, like I said, how well this works. What if we can flip this idea to say, okay, I'm going to step into the identity of the woman of wellness. I want to become, who is she? What does she do? What does she practice? What does she try? And then along the way, as I'm stepping into this identity and this lifestyle, I can insert goals. Hey, for this month, I want to try to get a little bit more movement in. And so maybe I do track it, or maybe I just say, I want to pursue it. So for example, you know, I have a very, a, a basic wellness lifestyle that I live. I like to call it just like how I want to show up for the world. So, or how I want to show up for my life. And I've shared a little bit about this before, but I love to hike in the mountains and trail run and all of those things. And so my wellness baseline is that I keep myself in good enough condition to be able to walk out my door and hit a trail at any given point, because that supports the lifestyle that I love and I want. Um, okay. So I have kind of this lifestyle that I can go out and, and do some running. I don't go fast. <laughs> I'm not fast. I don't even always run all the way. Right. Like it's, it's just something that I love to do because it's important to me and I enjoy it and it makes me feel good. So that's stuff that, you know, I maintain because that's the wellness lifestyle I want to live. Sometimes my gym sessions are 15 or 20 minutes. Awesome. It works for me. Well, with that baseline foundation, now I can insert goals. So I have shared this, I'm putting this out there to the world because this is one of those goals that like, I need to people to know for me to really like, <laughs> keep going. I don't know. It's, it's one of those goals, you know, how you have some of those goals that you're like, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, but I'm going to insert a goal. One of the goals is that I want to do a pull-up this year. I've never been able to do one. It's never been something that I've practice or tried. Um, and so I'm going to be working on that. And then I also recently, I was telling you, I just love to trail run and, and hike and all of that. And I found, I happened upon, <laughs> I didn't even go searching for it. Um, this race up in the mountains in at the end of summer or middle of summer, um, a trail race that looks very difficult. <laughs> it's like 2000 vertical feet climb. Um, it looks very, very difficult. And it was so interesting because in the last couple of years, I have been very much about maintenance, just kind of maintaining this lifestyle. My daughter's three, but you know what? I think postpartum recovery takes longer than anyone would admit. <laughs> and it took me a few years to recover from everything that happened with her pregnancy as well as, um, uh, infancy. She was, she is just a fireball, but, um, and so anyway, my, I really have been, I really have been focused on just maintaining and enjoying wellness in my life and, and really getting back to, um, consistency for myself and all of that. And it was so fun because when I saw this, um, race, I had like my heart kind of jumped out of my chest. Like this sounds fun. Like this is something I can do to push myself a little bit. 
And it was kind of this exciting idea. And, and I haven't, I haven't chosen yet if I'm going to do it, but I, I, it, it just was planted in, in my mind of like, this is an, a goal that I could insert, right. That I'm still maintaining my wellness, but I could throw this in there and say, Hey, look, I could like step into an accomplishment. Do you see the difference here? Do you see the difference that I'm, that I'm trying to teach us today is that we can pursue this lifestyle and insert goals along the way, instead of feeling like you have to do all the goals and then try to figure out how to live the lifestyle when you've been pushing so hard. Like at what point do we stop pushing and start enjoying? At what point do we stop pushing and start enjoying? So I told you I would share a tiny bit of my story. Um, I recently failed at a goal I set for myself. <laughs> so I'm not immune to it. And I want you to know, I allowed myself to feel sad. And I also allowed all the feelings. Um, feelings are allowed around here. And I had lots of thoughts like, I don't know how to set this kind of goal. Like it's something I'm kind of new to. And I thought this is really important to bring up this idea, especially, you know, if you're new to intuitive eating and not going on like diets to, to get you where you want to go, like that's scary. Right. And so you kind of get in this, you, you know, I come in and I'm like, Hey, let's try this intuitive eating approach, right? This, this mindful connecting with your body type approach. And it's like, well, I don't know how to set those kinds of goals. This is something that I'm new to. Well, that's important and allowed feelings that you can feel. It's okay to feel those feelings and it's okay to feel new to something and be like, I don't really know how to set this kind of goal and that's okay. And I'm going to talk about, you know, how we can, how we can work with that in a little bit, but, but just know those feelings are allowed. I also kind of sat in this, like, I'm tired of trying to learn to set goals and failing. Like I've set this goal a few times and it's frustrating a little bit, you know, then I had questions of, is this worth it? Should I keep pursuing this goal? Like just asking myself all these questions and, and allowing myself to feel these feelings. Okay. This is important. We don't have to shut them out. However, we also must remember that we have pivotal moments. Okay. So we're allowed to feel the feelings and then we're allowed to do something with them. So I had a pivotal moment after I felt these feelings and I said, well, where am I going to go from here? That's my pivotal moment. Am I going to spiral up or am I going to spiral down? And I decided, what if, instead of chasing the specific outcome, I chose to enjoy the journey? Would my failed goals be only learning opportunities? What's the quote? Fail hard, fail fast, fail often. <laughs> because that's how we learn. That's how we grow. And that was a pivotal moment to say, well, maybe I can enjoy the process and set goals in the middle to push myself, to learn from them, to learn how to set more realistic goals. So I kind of wanted to go along that, like once you start to, so when we're in this space of, I don't really know how to set this kind of goal, right? Or I don't really know what to do, or I'm afraid to set this goal. Here's what I want to remind you is that the more that you allow yourself 
to fail at some of those inserted goals or setting some of those push things, the more evidence that you're going to get of what you need to do to set more realistic goals, right? So if you fail at this, you say, okay, well, I pushed, I set the goal a little bit too high. Next time I need to set it a little bit lower or next time I need to adjust it in this way. Right. So for example, um, I'm going to, I'm going to look at the training plan for this, um, this trail run. And I'm going to ask myself, like, is this in line with what I want to, what I want to input basically, do I need to adjust and find a little bit of an easier trail run race, um, that will push me, but not make me feel like death. Right. I don't know. I need to look at it and, and learn. And this is what I want you to know is you and only you get to choose the life that you want to live. And it takes sacrifice on both ends. We often think the pursuit of the goal is, is the sacrifice side, but it's not just on that end. It's also on the end of, if I don't step into wellness, if I don't choose to enjoy this, what am I sacrificing? What am I missing out on? It's on both ends. And our sacrifices can look like time, money, energy, and so many other things, right? We may have to sacrifice um, time at the gym, right? I'm going to, if I'm going to do this race, I feel like I have to now because I've shared it with the world. Um, If I'm going to do this race, I'm going to have to sacrifice a little bit more time than I generally spend um, working out. So it's going to be a sacrifice of time money. I've got to pay. I don't know when races got so expensive, but Oh, this one's not super cheap, which is also something I have to put it, put into consideration. It's going to cost me some money. And it's also going to cost me some energy, right? I'm going to have to focus some energy on training for this race. And I have to decide it's like currency, right? We trade for value. I have to decide what I'm willing to trade for what value I want. And it's my choice and it's your choice. So let's talk then if we're stepping into this idea about finding joy in the pursuit, what, what do we say about goals then? Like, how do I set goals? How do I say like, okay, let's look at the scale what, what am I looking for here? Am I looking for a specific number? And I want to challenge you to ask yourself this question. Is there fulfillment outside the number? We could use this as a scale analogy. We could use this as like a financial analogy, right? I have a goal of getting to this particular number, but then what happens when I get there? All of a sudden, my hopes and dreams have all come true. I think it's easy to see that that's like, that's what we want to see, but has there ever been a time in your life where maybe you have achieved what you thought and you weren't quite as happy when you got there? I used to, I used to coach with women all the time and this still comes up occasionally, but, um, they would say, you know, I lost all the weight and I felt good when I was well, I lost all the weight and I was, you know, proud of myself, but I still didn't feel any better in my body. Like I still didn't love my body. Like I thought it would. Why? Well, it's because you've placed every 
ounce of fulfillment essentially on that number? And does that number mean something? And I'm here to argue that there's fulfillment outside the number. And the follow-up question is that to that is, can I create it? Can I create fulfillment outside the number? Can I find joy in my body right now? Even if it's not where I want it to be. Give it, give it what it needs. Take care of it in a way that makes me feel energized. Dress it in a way that feels good. As I continue, you know, pursuing wellness, can I create fulfillment in my body outside of this end goal number? And what would that look like for your journey if you could feel joy in the journey on the way while inserting some of these goals? Do you see how we're flipping this? Do you see the difference here? When you see that scale and you think that one number is going to fulfill all your hopes and dreams and you either meet it and it doesn't, or you don't meet it and it doesn't, what's to be said about that pursuit? It was miserable. It wasn't fun. Well, what if we flipped it? Can I find fulfillment outside the number? And can I create fulfillment outside the number? And what does that look like for me? And I'm going to leave that with you. I'm not going to even go any deeper. I could, but I don't want to, because I want you to come up with that for yourself. I want you to mold that question over because I understand it's a very um, controversial, controversial question when you don't feel good in your body. Is there fulfillment outside the number and can I create it? So the opportunity right now, right now in this moment is to, is to, to spiral up. It's yours. The opportunity to spiral up is yours at this pivotal moment. You can choose to win or learn. And so I took this failed attempt, this failed goal attempt. And I looked at some of the wins and there were some wins, a part of it. And I also looked at what do I, what did I need to learn from this? Because that's my opportunity to spiral up. What do I need to learn from this? What can I change so that then maybe I can create a more realistic goal in the future? Or I can meet myself where I am and say like, what do I want to do next? Right? This is a pivotal moment. You can always choose to win or to learn. Setting goals is not a bad thing. You know, setting things that will push you, grow you. We also have to remember that some of those things that we try to push us are not going to work out perfectly as we envision. We don't have control over the outcome, but we do have control over the process. So before I sign off, I wanted this to be a quick episode, but you all know I'm not capable of that. <laughs> um, I wanted to kind of walk you through five steps about how to really find this joy in the journey today. And we dive into this in the Wellness Academy. So if you want to join us in the Academy, um, we've got some cool things coming for summer, especially, hint, hint. 
Um, you can go to a woman of wellness.com forward slash Academy, but we talk about this, this difference between lifestyle goals and finish line goals and how we create a foundation of lifestyle goals. And then we insert quote finish line goals or push goals that are kind of like check off the list or I accomplished it or something, but every single day we should be setting what we call lifestyle goals and not in the sense of like, I'm going to get, you know, eight gallons of water today or whatever, but, but saying like, I'm, I'm living as the identity of the woman of wellness I want to be. And what does that mean? I'm a person that moves her body more. Great. I'm going to park a little bit further away today, or I'm going to do a 10 minute exercise or something. So I want to, I want to walk you through the five steps that we follow inside the Academy to help you find that joy in the journey while also pursuing some of those goals. And the first is to, to master your mindset, get in the mindset of wellness. Okay. Can you get into a mindset that wellness can be fun and fulfilling part of your life? Not something that you have to do, but something you want to do because it enriches your life. That's very different than the pursuit of weight loss with a diet, right? It's often, we don't enjoy that. (laughs) Step number two is to then create some of those baseline goals of what you want your day-to-day look to look like. So what do you want your day-to-day look to look like as a woman of wellness? Who is she? What does she do? And then insert some of those finish line goals, those bigger goals. Maybe I do want to pursue a race. Maybe I do want to pursue a little bit of a weight loss goal. Um, Once I have the foundation of these lifestyle goals from there, we create habits, right? We create habits of, um, we put habits in place to live those wellness goals. Okay. We, we put those habits in place. Okay. I want to be an earlier riser. So I need to go to bed a little bit earlier, right. Or something we start to create just some general habits. They don't have to be something that we check off the list, just that it's part of the lifestyle that we want to live. And then from there, we optimize our strategy. We optimize our approach. We fine tune things. We tweak things. And remember what I said earlier, when you have evidence that you've been able to do X, Y, Z in the past, you can then create more realistic goals. Evidence builds on evidence. So if you've done something a hundred times before, you know, you can do it, right? So give yourself that opportunity to gather evidence that, okay, I can do this. And because I'm here, then next time I can increase here because I'm building on this evidence. So for example, like maybe there's something in your work that you are like really good at. You're like, okay, I can totally do this. I'm really good at managing that spreadsheet. Like that is my thing. And so then, you know, maybe you set a goal for yourself to, to add something on, well, you have evidence that you can manage at this baseline. So you can set more realistic goals or optimizing here. And then lastly, and this is an important one is to step into being an advocate for, for wellness, right? Share it with others, teach others. When we step into a teaching and sharing role, we grow more. And that's really important. We can share our systems with others. We can it supports us in continuing to show up because we are sharing it with other people. So 
I want to challenge you to do the wellness flip in your life. And if you can do a real flip, maybe you should do that just for fun to like visualize it. I cannot, and I should not try. Um, but I, I want to challenge you. What would it look like for you to insert the wellness flip in your life to pursue general wellness in your life, find joy in the journey and insert goals as you go along. Feelings often mean more than numbers. They feel better than numbers, right? When I feel energy in my body versus the scale told me there's this number that I'm working toward. What's the difference of feelings? So you have an opportunity. You have an opportunity to spiral up or spiral down at every pivotal moment you have. Be aware of those pivotal moments and be aware of your choices. And the question for you today is, what will you choose? Will you choose to spiral up or spiral down? Thank you for joining me for this little pep talk. I hope you feel better. I hope you feel um, more empowered. I hope you feel what you wanted to feel, what you wanted to get out of this episode. And just know that you have the support that you need to get there. And it, again, it might take sacrifice on all ends, right? It might take sacrifice of time, money, energy, the sacrifice exists on both ends. What value, you know, what, what value do you want to experience? What are you willing to trade for the value and experience that you want to create? I will be back next week with another episode. Okay, my friend. If you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.